welcome to the Salt Lake County Republican Party Broadcast, your online source for party business, news, events, and where we keep the republic one broadcast at a time. Hello and welcome to the Salt Lake County Republican Party broadcast. I'm Nathan Ricks. I would like to introduce you to your hosts on this, the pilot episode. Your hosts will be Dr. Thomas Young, the Salt Lake County Party Treasurer, and our guest today is none other than Chris Nall, the Party Chair. Uh, our show today will include why we started the podcast. Chris Nall is going to talk about that a little bit, as well as the upcoming events and party news. I will be giving you the party news. That's our next segment coming up. But go ahead, gentlemen, introduce yourself. Uh, how long have you guys been serving? You know, just a little bit. Go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Chris Nolan, party chair. This is my second term. So um, I was elected, what, in 2021, I believe? And um, so it was kind of a obviously a um, something new for me. <laughs> I'd been a Senate district chair and delegate and precinct chair in the past. And um, I decided that I needed to step up and kind of help out. And so this is, you know, I've been doing it, like I said, for two years in the uh, the first term and now i'm into what a few months four months into the second term and uh, i love i love uh my the officers they're amazing uh, thomas go ahead and introduce yourself real quick and then oh yeah i'm thomas i've been the treasurer now for a year and before that i was a staff member to the legislature for 15 so i've been around it for a while and i love it so didn't you run for office though well, let's not talk about that. What do you- <laughs> <laughs> no, he did, and he was he was an awesome candidate. I, I was really glad to have him. Well, that was a lot of work. Well, that's how you. Well, that's exactly how you and I met. Is uh, I worked for your campaign uh, in the state house. Uh, he ran out. He ran here in Midvale, and I became the legislative district chair for for the house district that you're running for. Well, first up, what we're going to talk about, uh, since introductions are out of the way, is party news. Events that are coming up, we have the E-Club Lunch. It happens every second Wednesday. The next one is coming up on September 13th at Tushars. Is that right? Tushers. Tushers. Yep. Uh, what city is that in? Um, that That's a good question. Let me double check on that. <laughs> well, will you double check on that? We'll go through the other ones. We have uh, Bylaws Committee. The Bylaws Committee meets at the IHOP on State Street in Murray every second Wednesday. The chairman is Frank Cox, correct? That's correct. And he has uh, repeatedly at the... Uh, County Central Committee meetings invited those who would like to talk about the bylaws or have bylaws proposals uh, stop by, bring their proposals, and the bylaws committee will vet the proposals. So go ahead. If you're a member of the uh, the Central County Central Committee, go ahead, bring them over, and he'll go through it. We also have our Consti- Constitution Day picnic coming up on September 15th. Uh, RSVP on the party website, right? That's correct. Yeah, we need we need to get everybody to RSVP, make sure that we know we know that they're going to attend. If they're not going to attend, um, then we need to know if we're going to if we need to replace them. So that's why we're doing that. The other thing to talk about is the flag showdown ra- uh, rifle raffle, but we will talk about that later. So stay tuned for that one. Special elections, uh, House District Twenty Six on October Fourth. Delegates, please RSVP. That's right, delegates. You're going to be uh, for House District Twenty Six. Uh, what's the name of the gentleman that's resigning? Um, Quinn Cotter. He was the uh, he's the one who won the race uh, that uh, House in first time Republicans held it in quite a while. I don't know the last time a Republican held that. And he's he's resigning, so the county delegates have the ability to choose his replacement. That's correct. So there's. This this is the special election. That's correct. Currently, we have four candidates for that, but uh, it's open for more candidates. Okay. Until September 20th, right? That's correct. Yep. And uh, CCM meeting. The CCM meeting is going to be held on October 21st at 9 a.m. There's two Senate district seats. 
That's uh, possibly yes, two. Sorry, two. Yep. And any any registered Republican can run. Any registered Republican. That's correct. So the just so everyone is aware, the Senate District uh, Chair has a seat on the county executive committee which is the highest organized body that governs the county party is that correct uh i'd I'd say the highest would be the uh region chairs the region chairs but um but that's oh that's the highest elected the region chairs are appointed and then uh, municipal municipal elections are coming up uh, cd2 election as well and that's on november 21st is the general election but september 5th is the primary that's correct so that's coming up so be sure to get your ballots in if you're hearing this before september 5th and then we also have a new book club the vice chairman that's a shout out to you mackie smith uh he's holding a meeting on september 28th concerning the book american gospel by john meacham i hope i'm pronouncing that right so that's all the news that's coming up our next segment will be about that rifle raffle go ahead yeah, we're really excited. So we've been looking for ways to uh, to raise money, and as y'all, as everyone knows, um, the uh, the flag has been a real issue here in Salt Lake or in, in Utah, actually, not just Salt Lake. And uh, so there's the old the uh, the ceremonial flag, and then there's the the new flag, right? And so you know, if you're familiar SB thirty one, and I thought, you know what? Uh, let's make a let's like make lemonade out of lemons, and uh, I said let's let's go ahead and do a raffle. And if you if you put in for the old flag, then you have a chance to win um, a Henry rifle. It's a lever action um, long rifle, 22. And if you want to kind of vote for the the new flag, um, then you have a chance to win the Black Diamond uh, uh, AR-15, uh, and uh, semi-automatic and so semi-automatic rifle. So anyway, we thought, hey, if we can get them excited, if we can get everybody excited about this, I don't care what side you're on, just buy as many tickets as possible, and we'll see who, which which rifle raises the much most money, which flag raises the most money, and uh, make uh, make some lemonade. So can you put in for both flags? You can. In fact, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this right now, uh, without having this even been public, it, it became public today. Uh, without this having even been public, we already had a thousand dollars go towards the new rifle, wow. the new flag. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, some other questions, real fast, if it's okay, uh, Doctor Young. Um, yeah. Just covering our legal bases, we're making sure that uh, the FFL background check and everything's going through because you know, we yeah. come on, the Democrats are going to get a hold of that. Oh, yeah. tongue. <laughs> they're going to they're going to have a heyday with it. No, you have to. You you first of all, there's a couple things you have to uh, when you put in, uh, buy a ticket, it has to be in your name. And you have to be able to pass uh, the the background check. Um, if you do not pass the background check and you've already paid for the tickets uh, and, and you win, um, the the rifle will go to a second uh, person, uh, second place person, right? So we're gonna we're gonna draw for first, second, and actually a third. Um, but if the second place person doesn't uh, also doesn't pass the background check, um, then what we're gonna do is we're gonna hold on to it to the next raffle. So that's that's the plan so far. This is our first time. We're going to learn a little bit, but I think uh, I think this is going to be exciting. I think it's going to be fun. As long as we keep everything above board and according to state law. Exactly. But that's what we Republicans are. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, other things coming I up. I think we should get rid of that background check. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. I, I, I'm not totally opposed to what you're saying, but yeah. It's, <laughs> Controversial. Out of the yeah, gate. Let's go. go. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Um, but next up is why we started the podcast. Uh, go ahead. Uh Dr. Young, you were the one who we were discussing this back when you were still running, uh, starting up a podcast. And this kind of snowballed from there. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I see this podcast or this show serving three purposes. First, 
to promote the breadth of knowledge of party members and our party platform of small government, wholesome values, and respect for advancing markets. Number two, as a platform for us to discuss policy among delegates and our elected officials. And number three, as a way to promote individuals planning to run for office. Yeah, I love it. So if any of those three points apply to you, get a hold of us. Well, let me let me ask you something, because I, I when you guys brought this to me, I was super excited. I, I, I thought, well, this could either be a whole lot of effort for nothing or it could be really exciting and we can get a lot of viewers and, and we can get, start getting the message out. Do do you think that um, of those three things, are are we flexible? Can we can we change if if something becomes more um, the, the the audience desires more information on one topic or another? I mean, are we flexible there? Because you you're the host. I'm I'm a guest today. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, I, all right. I, just from my discussions, I think discussing the platform and how it applies to policy among delegates and our elected officials has a high demand. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree with your, your three points there. I just, I was just kind of curious, you know, how flexible are we on this? What's, what is this going to look like? The, the, the best part is, is this is a podcast. So both length time and everything else, it's incredibly flexible. Like right now we're only about 10 minutes at nine minutes and 25 seconds. So we've already covered a, a massive amount of knowledge. We have and party information that's going to be out there. So bringing someone on to have a conversation for another 10 minutes or another 20 minutes even, it's really possible. And you can even break it up. So let's say we want to have a conversation about the flag, like actually have the people come into a room, sit down and, and have that conversation. Let's pretend that, that that might actually happen. We're not afraid of controversy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, look at the, the gun, <laughs> the gun back on the check. <laughs> or wrote, we wrote into it with banners flying. Um, the... Reality is, is that we can sit down and we can control our own story. We can control what the people and the public, not just Republicans in general, but also independents and Democrats are going to hear about us. We're going to be telling our own story. We are really quite tired of, at least for me, really quite tired of the Salt Lake Tribune telling our story for us. That half of it isn't true. The other half is a misunderstanding or a mischaracterization. And the last, like small smidgen of a bit is the I don't care factor about trying to get the truth or the story or an understanding about the principles and the understanding of which part of the party is saying what because we're not just a homogenous singular group go visit our Facebook page we're having a debate right now over the caucus being substituted for the primary like right. we ha we have different factions that poll there's a lot of different opinions out there but but like to your original point um, we've got to separate fact from fiction because, unfortunately, the the media out there are not telling our story, and 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 that story, like you said, comes from different backgrounds, different perspectives, but none of them are actually being expressed in the media today. And so, I, this is why I love this so much. This is why I'm so excited to be doing this, and it's it's been it's been my number one problem since day one as chair that the media very rarely gets it right, and and I know some of them try really hard. Uh, but even when they're trying hard, they, they rarely get it right. And then there's the, then there's the Salt Lake Tribune who intentionally, I mean, they're Democrat propagandists, right? They, they are. Let's not, let's not mix words. No, I, that's I, exactly what they are. I bought a, I, I, I posted this. I bought a, um, what was it? I bought a, a paper from a Seven Eleven. It was a Salt Lake Tribune and I read it and it was about sunscreen and it was a love story to the bureaucracy. <laughs> it's what it was. It was a love story. It's like if only if except for this one small little thing that they're doing wrong about just the FDA being insecure about certain testing 
if only they would just fix that, the FDA would be just this golden child. Thank you, Teddy Roosevelt, for the <laughs> FDA. Don't get me wrong. The Food and Drug Administration has a role in society, but it's still a love story to regulation. Right. Yeah. And we're the party of deregulation. Exactly. Exactly. No. And, and so we're going to start telling our story. We're going to start talking to our candidates um, and, and hopefully we can clear up a lot of the confusion that's out there. Right. So we're going to give the unvarnished truth. I'm not afraid of the truth. Uh, what I don't like is all the, the misconceptions and, and misunderstandings of what's happening and and all these different opinions coming from the other side first. Why, why aren't we why aren't we hearing our side? Why aren't we hearing the truth? Why aren't we hearing it straight from the horse's mouth? So hopefully that's what this becomes. I really I'm really appreciative to both of you for putting this together. Chris, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Yeah, let's do it. So are you a hunter or a gatherer? Oh, wow. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> a hunter or a gatherer? It, it, is there, it, can I, can I ask in what's, what sense you're asking me Just, in, in everything, huh? Yeah. In everything. Okay. So I, I would say I'm a little bit of both. I'll be honest. Uh, I, I don't feel like, um, so I, I like to go after things. I like to go find the, the, the right. I, I like to go find uh, new candidates. I like to go do things. I like to go find sponsors for the party. I like doing, doing these things. But at the same time, I recognize that we have to look um, at the people who are already around us. And so I, I'm looking at it in the perspective of the chair, right? Um, so that's, I mean, if you ask me in another, in another, you know, maybe with work or something like that, I might answer a little bit differently. That's, that's how I feel as, as a chair. Good question. All right. If you were stranded on an island and all your human needs are met, such as food and water, what two items would you bring with you? Can't be human. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got, now I got to think again. <laughs> I was already thinking of a human. Okay, so let's see. What two items would I bring with me if I had all my human needs already taken? Okay. Yeah, you've got food um, and water. You're stuck there. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I, I like, I know I don't look like it right now. I'm a little out of shape, but I do like mountain biking. I don't know that you can you can uh, uh, mountain bike on an island though. So it depends on how big the island is. <laughs> Your mountain bike gets stuck in the sand. Yeah, it might be, it might be a little tough, but that would be my first thought. Um, what other item? Wow. Um, no weapons. I mean, I'm stranded on an island. What do I what do I need the weapon for? I'm all alone, right? Well, you gotta give me a little more detail. <laughs> <laughs> no humans on the island, I, but there are animals. Oh well, then absolutely. Well, see, I th all my needs were taken care of. So if I had thought that maybe I'd be hunting, I would definitely bring my weapon. You know, I'd, I have, yeah, I, I have what I need. <laughs> you know, I, I sometimes wonder. Right, I, I love the sh Lord of the Flies. Right, it speaks to human character and issues of autonomy and authority. If Republicans were on an island versus Democrats on an island, which group would win and which would just wither in nothingness? The theoretically, that's how the states are supposed to be. Well, is. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I actually, so I know I'm the chair of the Republican Party, but I actually think we need both, right? Because the Democrats are going to bring the sunscreen. Right. <laughs> as, you know, we, as we read about in Solid Tribune. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then the Republicans are going to bring the guns, right? And so, I mean, yeah, we need both. I, I, I'm not afraid to have the other side. I, I love that, actually. It's a really good thing. Uh, do, I, do I always want to win? Absolutely. But, um, but there's always a place for, for the other side. I don't know if I like that answer. I'm sorry. I'm just, I, well, so <laughs> Ma Madison, okay, if you want an academic spin on this for all my academic friends out there, Madison talks about it, I 
think it's in Federalist 54. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm probably wrong. It's been a long time since I read the Federalist Papers. But he talks about it in what's called the loyal opposition. In other words, there's another group that's always willing to test the party in power. Mm-hmm. And how you have the separate factions, and this is this is the idea about the large republic. You have no singular faction that can control everything all the time, and so what happens is you have the smaller factions that are able to push and pull. Now, inside small republics, like let's say a state, well, the Republican Party dominates, but inside the GOP, you have those smaller factions that pull constantly. Whereas in the United States as a whole, you have the different different interest groups, unions. Uh, the NRA, like they all pull. And this is the thing that a lot of people really don't understand about the two party system is they're not homogenous masses. Now there, there, there's elites and we can talk about that too. And we can move around that. But the idea is, is that getting down to the local level, especially each regional party is different and unique and they pull against the other, other portions of the party. Right. And, People will sit there and they'll be, they'll be like, talk about the monolith, short, the Leviathan. Um, that's a there's a podcast for a delegate out in Virginia, uh, Nick Fridas. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Yep. He's really good. They yeah. talk about it a lot. But the idea is, you know, inside the Republican Party, there's a lot of factions that pull at each other. Yeah, no, and, and you don't just need. So you asked me, you know, Democrat, right? So what this is, I've learned the most when Democrats challenge me, and then I have to go back yeah. and look. Oh my gosh. Well, you, no, I believe this, but now I got to figure out why, right? <laughs> and so, because so, I, because then I have to feel like I feel like I have to go back and explain it to them. And so, I really do like that challenge. I like having the other side around, um, I, you know, because it does challenge. And then once, and then it helps me solidify, helps me really ground myself and and come to a, a confirmation of what my foundation is. But I like having the other side around. Um, what I what I don't like are the extremes, and and. Most I don't consider most people extreme. But I think there's very few extremes. I, I, ex, you know, extremes on both sides. Um, I don't like those those ult, you know ultra extremes on on both sides. But I do like having the other perspective to challenge my ideas as long as they're thoughtful. If they're not thoughtful, I don't I don't I don't want to give time. But if they if they're they're very thoughtful and they can challenge my ideas and make me think about you know why I actually believe something, um, it, it adds a lot of value to me and it helps me as a person and and as a chair and as a leader, right? And so that's that's why I like having them around right and so a lot of people say why do you like i'll, I'll call the chair of the salt lake county democrat party um or the former one i don't know the new one yet but uh, i knew the former one we we talk and uh, it was interesting hearing her perspective on things and i wouldn't say it changed my mind on things but it helped me understand where they were coming from and so um, and it helped me be a better leader for the party i think so you know there's i just i like that kind of thing i like being challenged Careful, you'll be called a rhino for that. I know, I know. I know. I'm like, is this? Is first we're talking about guns, now we're talking about talking about the. Well, so well, you heard it here, folks, uh, from the Salt Lake County Republican Party chair. Democrats are not a threat to democracy, unlike what Democrats say about Republicans. Right, and yeah. that that's that's one of the fundamental aspects of the differences of our party, is we're 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 very free speech like i got it posted behind you it's up there first amendment we're very you know you want to exercise your idea say it yeah what's the worst that's going to happen you're going to sound like a moron well you are and and you're always going to you're always going to hear from the opposition first Mm -hmm. that's something i've learned in fact i was just having a conversation with one of our candidates um this this coming up in the next elections and she was telling me i can't believe you know all these people coming at me and i said well this is what you got to be prepared for because you're just in the primaries some most of these people right now are are from our own party right and and i should say uh, it's a it's a municipal race so it's not actually a 
a partisan race, but her own friends are the ones that she's fighting with. Right. And I said, you got to be ready. And I said, it's going to get 10 times worse when it's the Democrats on the other side in a general election. And so this, we, we really need to, to be able to uh, experience that, be able to understand that. And, and it, part of it is um, as candidates or as, as, uh, as Republicans, we need to recognize that the people around us disagree sometimes, but that toughens us up. That prepares us for when the Democrats or the other side comes at us. Right. And so it's a, it's a really great learning process to, to go through this and, and to be challenged by the other side. Opposition in all things. You just don't want the opposition to win. Well, we never do. We never do. Yeah. <laughs> all right. One last question. Okay. So you as the chairman of the party speak with our elected representatives all the time. I do. What looking on the horizon, right? We're probably going to see a federal shutdown, perhaps a recession in the coming year, legislative sessions coming up. Lots of things are on the horizon. Uh, what would you say our elected representatives should focus on for the coming year? Well, it's not an easy question. I, it's not an easy question because in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, what are they focusing on? But you're asking me what, what, what should they be focusing on? I, I really what do, you do hear from party members. What do you hear from our elected officials? Is there congruence there or a little, there a little, I do think that there's a little bit of um, disconnect. I think they, based on the conversations I've had outside of, you know, the, the leadership or, you know, the, the elected officials, um, I think that people want them to focus on some of the social issues, which to me, I, while I agree, I, I absolutely hate where we're going with, you know, CRT and, and all the, you know, I, I won't go into all that other stuff. Um, I hate that stuff. And I think it's important, but I think it, people are losing, uh, losing sight of what you just said potential recession here i mean it probably will be a recession let's let's be honest and it's there's there's a lot of problems heading our way i think the legislature um all the way you know and the federal government um all the way up should be focusing on long-term sustainability of energy um number one uh, because i think if we lose that then we're we're at war because we're gonna have to buy it from somebody or we're gonna have to figure out some way to you know uh, get energy just to sustain life um, and well, that's then, a difficult one, energy it's, independence. It's huge, but, but that's critical. That's probably, the, in my mind, one of the most important things. Um, and then the second thing um, is food. Like, are we, are we really, and, and I know this is kind of a weird uh, response, but are we really going to rely on other countries for our food, other states? It just, it feels like more and more we're getting further and further and further away from the food that, that we need on a daily basis. And I, I'm making this a little bit too broad, but I'm worried that Utah won't be able to take care of itself like we've been able to do in the past. And and I think the legislators are starting to see that a little bit. I see a little bit of conversation going on there. Um, oh, and, and I guess the third one is, is um, homeless. If we don't take care of the homeless problem now in a recession, it's going to be crazy. Um, we've got to get a hold on that. We've got to, we've got to, we've got to be on top of that. Boy, those three issues are, there's no easy solution to no. either. How do you solve? We've already put tons of money into the homeless issue and. We've done it the wrong way though. Oh, oh, you're willing to say that. I, yeah. I, and I hate to say this because it's some of our own Republicans and, and look, I, I mean, I, I'm saying this from the perspective I've seen um, what we've done in the past and I think we were experiment. I think everyone's experimenting. Let's be honest. But um, now we're starting to really boil it down. We, we know 
Um, it comes down to a few things. I won't get into it right now, but there's a few things that you have to do to, to fix homeless. Um, it can't be, <laughs> I don't want to get into all of it, um, but it's called camping and you gotta, you gotta be smart about what, what makes camping easy. Um, and that's going to be a major issue. We have to fix that as Republicans. We're the ones who can do it. Our conservative values are what solve this problem. Um, and so I, I think there's going to be a really great message coming uh, from some of our candidates. And, and this is where I've heard most of this, by the way, is from our candidates and from our, from our legislators. There's going to be some great solutions coming down the road on this particular issue. So most of the solutions I've heard are sort of government spending programs, some regulations. I think it's simple. I wonder if there's some market solutions to it. Yeah, there there is. And and it's a there's there are some market solutions, but it's it's actually simpler simpler than going to the federal government or 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 going to the well. I think there's just some we've just got to enforce some of the laws that we already have in place better than we have been. Um but yeah, again, I don't want to get into that too much. Um Yeah, we'll have an episode. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. In fact, there's some people I'd love to bring on just for that. Well, let them know. Uh, obviously, you now know we're, we're recording. Uh, by the way, this is location redacted in case anyone wants to show up. No, <laughs> the, uh, the fun bit is that uh, what we're going to do is we, we will be flexible to that. We can talk about uh, social issues. We can talk about economic issues. We can talk about any issue uh, because you're the, the chairman of the county party. Ultimately, you do have control and your successor will have control of the podcast going forward in a creative sense. And uh, we will be able to flex, as we used to say in the Navy, to the uh, the mission parameters. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, but that's this is our first episode in the bag, folks. And we hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, here's the intro, out, outro, outro. It's the state song. Let's hear it. Uh, it's going to be funny. Let's try okay. it. It's the new state song. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. New. It's like 20 okay, years old now. Let's hear. Do we do we get to talk after? This is the you can talk through it. Oh, okay. Is it so? When was this adopted? It's like 2003, 2004, something like that. We're saying this is the place. Yeah, it's the ending of the state song. Oh, okay. Interesting. That was a bunch of kids singing. Yeah. Oh, okay. It it was. It was developed for the. uh, It was well. It was written. It's in the public domain, and it was written for. the Olympics. Before today, I had no idea we had a state song. Yeah, we, we, that, we should we I also, not be saying that. Should I not be admitting that? I didn't we that? we also had a, a state hymn. <laughs> a state hymn. We have a state hymn. How the, is a hymn different than a song? I don't know. Okay. Well. <laughs> the state hymn is "Utah, We Love Thee," and it was written in eighteen ninety six. Do other states have state hymns? Yeah, other states oh, have different state songs. Interesting. Okay. I thought maybe that was just kind of a, you know, Utah oh, no, thing. No. It's, it's, it's like our national, it's like our state anthem. Uh, hey, whatever. We should play that every, every episode. No, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> Alrighty, folks. This has been the Salt Lake County Republican Party broadcast. And we hope you've had a good time listening. This is the pilot episode. Good night.